The first half is still bearable, but the second half, oh my god. Garbage movie, no story, no characters, bad CGI. Please don't waste your bucks on this movie to see it in the theaters. Sounds like my life. (laughs) (laughs) The first half is still bearable, but the second half, oh my god. Garbage movie, no story, no characters, bad CGI. Please don't waste your bucks on this movie to see it in the theaters. Did you just say that twice? Did you just say it twice? It's almost like it's all happening again. The first half is still bearable, but the second half, oh my god. Garbage (laughs) movie, no story, no characters, bad CGI. Please don't waste your bucks on this movie to see it in the theaters. Why is this happening? This is a terrible idea for a review. (laughs) This guy put that in his review five times. That's a one-star review from IMDb. Welcome, we are Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Steven, joined as always by Andrew. Hello there. And Ryan. It's going to look like I'm running slow, but I'm moving real Real fast fast. on this episode, guys. (laughs) Do we have Uh, to do the whole episode in like 1.5 speed? Yeah. I I haven't stopped moving. People at home, you can't see us still uh, running. Do your best Micro Machines, man. We're doing this whole episode from treadmills. Oh, God. (laughs) We should have done that. What were we thinking? Oh, yes, since we can totally afford it. Do we have the budget for this? We don't. Uh, Speaking of We should run in place. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in case this hasn't all given away, we are talking about The Flash. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yes, The Flash. (laughs) The Flash. Would also have been a good choice for that, yes. Probably would have been a better choice. I think that the one-star review would have definitely been better. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. But before we do that, because the DCEU is coming to a close, and we will soon see the entry of the grand, the great, the new, the revised DCU, let's speculate a little. What's that going to be like? Well, hold on. Don't we have to talk about our lovely patrons first? Oh, no. That's at the end. Oh, it is? That is at the end. Oh, I thought we were going to do it at the top. All right, fine. Let's take it. You know what? (laughs) Do it live. Let's Let's thank them early. Let's make it all the way to the end. Yeah. Let's thank (laughs) What if they just unsubscribe right now? (laughs) I'm out! (laughs) This is going to be an episode, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle Buckle up. (laughs) We're all hyped up on on ice. Put on your running shoes, your Nikes. Yes. Your trainers. (laughs) Okay, so since I've been overruled, we're doing Patreon thank yous at the start. We're going to kick it off with our newest patrons. A big thank you to Andy, Travis, Grant, Taylor, and Robert. Thank you very much. We really appreciate Support. And then let's let's hit up. We need all to get our, the button away from him. We really <laughs> do. <laughs> I use it sparingly. Okay, <laughs> you are actually considered quite judicious. Considering with it. like the power right here at my fingertips. <laughs> and let's hit up some of our other patrons out there. Big thank you out there to Baron, Brian, Nick, Brad, Colin, Christian, Andrew, Ken, Ethan, T Mac, Lady Palutena, Ryan, Scott. Tyndall, Matthew, Holly, Sue, Nick, and Allison. We really appreciate all the support. Yeah, we love it. Because you get a, you let us do fun stuff like eat chips. Yeah. Oh, that's coming. <laughs> Don't you worry. That makes However, it sound like we just sit around like, I got another bag of chips from the patron money today and we can eat. Here's your four. Here's your four. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, for, for as little as a dollar, you can help support the show. You don't feed us, but you do help us Just keep the lights on and pay us like costs. around a very small <laughs> huddling around. fire. I pictured a barrel on fire is what I was picturing. We've got the fingerless gloves, the one bag of chips. Oh, but, but 
in case you haven't heard this before, I'm going to say it again. So we're, that's that's 24 in that list right there. Mm-hmm. When we get to 100 patrons, Andrew is going to eat an entire <laughs> an onion. An entire onion. I can't stress like this apple, enough. Like an apple. And here's the big key here. He doesn't get to choose the onion. Ryan and I are picking that We get out, to pick this. And we're picking a big Guinness onion. World Record size <laughs> onion. <laughs> so if you want to make that a reality, we're going to film it. We just got a little ways more to go. Just a just, little bit. Just a dollar a month. Just get your friends in here. We got to make this happen. <laughs> got to make it happen. Just a bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm not looking forward to that day. Did you specify that we can't do a rotten onion? It does have to be food safe, ha- right? No, I mean, it, I have okay. to be able to live. Well, all right. <laughs> but I'm like, if you puke a little, you'll still live. Yeah, you'll, you won't <laughs> die. <laughs> Probably. Just inside. <laughs> your dignity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, let's pull it back. Let's pull it back. So, as I already prefaced, the DCEU mm-hmm. is coming to an end. James Gunn has declared the rise of the DCU. What is that going to be like? We're getting rid of the E. We're getting Dude, rid of the e. Less E in this so one. So, here's the question. Marvel. Do you think that we need more origin stories at this point? I, I, so, here's my take on origin stories, because I see a lot of people who are like, we don't need origin stories. I think you can do it right, and you can do it quick. Yes, and then you're good, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think you have to, like, I think one of the problems with the DCEU, I feel like, was, like, when Zack Snyder was coming up with all of this, it was, like, I want to do different origin stories, and I don't want to do the same thing over and over, even though he showed, like, Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed again in slow-mo. I've seen it so many times. Well, but, but th- it's that like, was during the credit roll, though, and I think it was okay. It was, yeah. But, yeah. see, I'm not one of those guys that dislikes origin stories because I think some of the best superhero stories are the origin stories. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is when you take too long on the origin story Mm -hmm. and you're 45 minutes into the movie and you don't even have powers yet. That's where it's like, like, we get it. Retell it again in a movie five years after it was just done. Yeah. Like, Spider-Verse handled it very well, right? It was, the first Spider-Verse was an origin story that also contained tons of origin stories and they're just like hey you know how this works boom 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 boom, boom. yeah mm-hmm. you know like they they knew how to get through it while being in an origin story so to, to your point i think yes we do need origin stories but they need to be done well and or, done yeah. briefly or they mm-hmm. don't need to be the whole film yeah yeah it's just like maybe the first you know 20 minutes or whatever or even make it the credit roll mm-hmm. do whatever yeah. like yeah. find a creative way to to give us that that satisfying origin story and do it. Granted, you know, now yeah. ha- having yeah. said that, because it's real easy with like someone like Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. To be like nobody, everybody knows. Like, do you live on a rock? You don't know how Spider Man's origin happens. You yeah. know who Uncle Ben is, right? Yeah. But then seeing this movie, The Flash, with Andrew, mm-hmm. where he was watching, it, like, what what exactly are the Flash's powers? Like, what can he do? Like, <laughs> we need you need a little bit. Like, if you haven't, yeah, seen yeah, because because I, I don't. Well, and they they give a little bit of background of how Barry Allen's abilities are used in like. Justice League, mm-hmm. but even then, like it's still very tertiary. Of yeah. like, this is just what I can generally do. It's a very soft magic system for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll most the thing of the DC characters, if I'm honest, that you need, and the reason I think sometimes origin stories are important is because mm-hmm. you need the context of the stakes of like what is possible. Yeah, well, what are the what limits? Happens whenever or, he yeah. doesn't do this, right? Yeah, you know. Right. And so then it's like, okay, now I know that later in the film when X Y Z happens, mm-hmm. like, okay. It's because Probably. he can't do this X number of times yeah. a day. We're going really to get know. into that once yeah. we get past the spoiler roll on this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a, I got a couple of points on that one as well, let me tell yeah. you. We'll get but, there. James Gunn, you heard it here first. Origin stories, okay, 
just handle properly. Yeah. So I, I think um, one probably one of the best origin stories that the DCU did mm-hmm. was EU, uh, EU, whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. The, the, the films that came out within the past ten years. Yeah, we got it. Um, was the Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, which I thought, I think that's probably one of the best DC that's, that's films. That's basically the high watermark for ones, the yeah. DCEU, yeah. And, yeah. and But the whole thing was an origin story for her, mm-hmm. but I think they did a really good job well, with also, it. Also, yeah. I feel like... And they again, made it compelling the whole time. Yeah. But, but also, like, Spider-Man, everyone knows that origin story. Batman, everyone knows that origin story. Yeah. I, like, if you told me, well, what's Wonder Woman's origin story? Sure. I might be like, well, I don't, I don't know. So that's a good, like, that's good material to yeah. mine because yeah. it's fresh to a lot well, of Well, same faces. thing with, like, everyone knows Superman's origin story. Yeah, everyone knows yeah. where he came yeah. from, yeah. Well, the other complication, too, that arises is, like, there's multiple, like, canons and versions of things that have happened from well, the comics. Well, you pick the one that's the best. So what the, that's the thing is, yeah. like, so when, you, when you're picking that is, like, I think people have started to finally settle on like the the most satisfying mm-hmm. origin story for most of these characters or whatever. Um, but like I watched uh, a part of the uh, 1984 Supergirl movie yeah. last night, uh, and my wife bless you. My wife's never seen it. Right? <laughs> She's seen like this, the Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. Superman movies, you know. Uh-huh. And like we're we're watching, and like the origin in that movie is out of this world. <laughs> it is It is technically, yes, out of this world. That definitely not from. like what I remember in the comics, but mm-hmm. I may have been reading a different version. Like maybe uh, yeah. this is in 84, this is how they were like explaining Supergirl's origin, you know? But there's a lot of stuff that was happening and she was like, what is this? Like, unclear. Like that's just <laughs> the theme of this movie. So I think moving forward, the, the thing that I think they need to make sure they get right when they reboot this stuff is having stuff connect and make sense and be like, okay, this fits within the context mm-hmm. of all the other origin stories so, and things like that. So here's a question then. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they should still rely on existing comics to write the to write the new stories? Well, I mean that's mm. that's where like you don't necessarily have to rely on the latest run of comics, right? But that's where all the stories are going to come from inevitably anyways. And there's nothing original yeah. here, right? And that's that's fine. Well, I but think but you can make an original story. Y- you, it, can. you can. You can. But it's always going to have elements of like it's unavoidable because well, that's where the to, characters are from. To Andrew's their, point, like my my frustration with a lot of the X Men movies is mm-hmm. the same as like my frustration with like Batman v Superman. Yeah, right? because I like the death and return of Superman storyline with Doomsday and all yeah. that. The way they did it in the movie was not how I wanted to see it done. It yeah, wasn't be, because you have these preconceived notions. You, you do run from the, the risk comics of alienating stuff. people. Yeah. Well, the same thing with the dark Phoenix saga that like is one of my favorite runs of X-Men comics and they've never made a good dark Phoenix movie because they skip the Phoenix saga and go straight to dark Phoenix. And yeah. you want all the setup and context. So that's and so that's like, a theme too. Cause that would be my thing for the DCU is yeah. we're talking about origin stories, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Warner Brothers entered this race, you know, behind Marvel, right? Yeah. And they're like, we got to catch up. We need to have a Justice League movie now. And it does, it's never going to have the same impact as the first Avengers movie right. could have. Because, because, you, because you, you had like, what, six films yeah, or seven films already. Yeah, you have to do already. the groundwork first. Yeah. You got to build up some emotional attachment to these characters where when you bring them together for a big threat or reason, it matters, right? Yeah. yeah. So that would be my thing Cause, is, is cause, you got to walk first. You can't run. Yeah, because the only origin story that they did or that they didn't have in the Avengers was Thor. And then they just had a, a standalone film right after it. For him, oh, I thought no. Thor came well, out before Thor the Avengers. Was before yeah. Avengers. No, I'm pretty sure oh, no, it yeah. was Iron hold Man on. then Thor. It was like the second movie that no. came out. No, hold on, no. hold on, look hold it up. On. Y'all keep talking. I'm At looking. the end of Iron Man, they find the hammer. That's the after credit stinger, and then uh, Thor came out right after that. Mm. Y'all keep talking. I'm I looking. Feel, no, okay. Well, maybe it was Hawkeye and um, Hawkeye was after Avengers. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he didn't get his own, he didn't movie. Get his own yeah. movie. 
Uh, same See, thing anyway, with, okay. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. My, my thing with the, the DCU... I'm probably just misremembering. It's, it's fine, yeah. yeah but almost, like it's, almost certainly. The point is they, they had like all these setup films, yeah. and yeah, then so, it pays so off. So the Avengers, the first one was released in 2012. Yeah. The first Thor is 2011. Oh, okay. So it was. Yeah. We had that. Maybe before. I just didn't see. But now Hawkeye yeah. and like Black Widow. I mean, obviously Black Widow didn't get a yeah. standalone film until after her character was already mm-hmm. dead in universe. Because yeah. way to go, Disney Marvel. You were ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and the other thing to me that like with DC that they could do to kind of speed up the process is I think really all you need is a Superman, a Batman, and a Wonder Woman before you throw a Justice League out there. And mm-hmm. you can have... And, and then we can have, you know, Green what, yeah. Green Arrow and uh, Martian Manhunter. Like, some of these other characters start to show up. Yeah, Green well, Lantern, so Flash. I, yeah. I, think the, I think the issue, though, is, is that at this point, everyone does a Batman film. And right. Batman, you know, obviously he's an integral well, part to the, the DC. He's mm-hmm. also, you know, the moneymaker. Yeah, he yeah. is. And I get it. But then at the same time, like, are people just going to go see another Batman film mm-hmm. when we just already had the Robert Pattinson one that's going to come right. out that's having another film well, coming film out. out? Well, the thing is, do you, but again, to the point of how often do you have to do an origin story, right? How hard do we have to work to introduce Batman versus someone else another character right well, like, it, we don't have to work as hard for him yeah, yeah. you just have to get him on screen and get him part of it well that's the thing he, then he can be part of another film yeah like, but he doesn't yeah. have to be his film but again the the thing that is frustrating for me with like batman v superman not to keep harping on that one yeah. but it's it's a good example of like where i think some of this stuff kind of started to go wrong mm-hmm. and i appreciate batman v superman a lot more now after seeing Zack snyder's justice league and understanding okay that kinda was where, step two this yeah. is step three this is where he was going mm-hmm um, it's still not the choices I would have made, but I get it now. Yeah. Right. Whereas at the time when I watched, it, I was like, okay, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> the frustration was like, okay, so we just skipped to the Dark Knight Returns Batman with mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne with the uh, Ben Affleck basically. Yeah. And in the Batcave, we see like Jason Todd's Robin uniform and like the Robin stuff written over. And I'm like, I just want to see that story. Yeah. I yeah. want to see you guys do the Jason Todd yeah, like Joker that's, that's the thing. thing is, or, or you don't have to have it be yeah. a standalone Batman film. It could just, not to invoke a horrible name in the Hollywood world, but it could be Batman and Robin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A good Batman a and good, Robin. A good well, Batman. Yeah. It has to be yeah. a good Without film. Without George Clooney. But, so that, that's been my frustration <laughs> with film. the DCEU has been like, there's a lot of choices made that's like, we're fast forwarding past some stuff that I'm like, that should be, I think that's, that's good the material. Yeah. yeah. We've never seen Jason Todd in a, he's like the, you know, uh, second Robin. Yeah. Robin? Second Robin. I don't know. Third one's Tim Robin. Drake. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but like we haven't seen what could be in the Batman films mm-hmm. because we don't stick with them long enough, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so to see them just skip past it, I was like, ah, oh, you know, and to see them fast forward <laughs> through the doomsday stuff and fast forward through all that. Well, I was and like, especially ah. when you see it in the background. So, you know, that in that universe, it's already happened. Like, right. Guaranteed. Yeah. It won't come up. It's not something yeah. that could come up later. Yeah. And now, so yeah. that, and again, that's, Partly me just wanting to see stuff from the comics. So to your point, I would love it if they would do stuff that's not related to mm-hmm. the comics to a degree because then they're free to do whatever they want. Yeah. I just want it to be <clears throat> but there's also, good and consistent. There's also know? really good material out there in the comics that has been strung together for years. So it's like, well, we don't have a 10-year roadmap. It's like, oh, it's right there. Like just yeah. – it's, it's, it's been – People have already yeah, storyboarded this for the comics, you. Just which, adapt it. And that's, I mean, that's just commonplace with anime and everything like that, where, you know, you just have these mangas that are running for, you know, five, yeah. ten years, and they're like, okay, now we can make a series from it or whatever. Yeah. And same thing with the comics. I mean, And, you and know. ironically, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like whenever I watch an anime that's adapted for the manga, right, mm-hmm. 
is most of the time they go in with the idea of strict adherence. People, people really like the manga. Mm-hmm. We want to make money. We should make a show that's like the manga. Most, I mean, yeah. most of the time that is how it that's works. That's how it works, um, yeah. There are some examples here and there. Uh, recently, like Promise Neverland, I think, was one that came out. Um, the first season was phenomenal. Basically, really strict adherence to the manga. And then season two came out, and I guess, like, production woes or... Yeah, like production schedule, whatever. They essentially issues. had to skip yeah. like four arcs, right? Uh, and, and you know, and that's where people get really upset about right. it. Where, but they didn't really change anything. They just didn't they just cover. Didn't the fast content. forward past yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which again, we're talking about with the, you know DC. Yeah. Don't do that. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a so, mistake. Don't do that. <laughs> one of, one of my favorite Batman stories, possibly my favorite Batman story of all time, is Hush. And mm-hmm. Hush came out in the late '90s, early 2000s. I'm, I'm fuzzy. Probably early 2000s. Yeah. But the, the whole thing of that, and this is something maybe they could do in adapting it. I've always thought this would be a good way to adapt Batman to like a TV series yeah. on like HBO Max or something. Is like, there's this new villain called Hush. He's someone from Batman's past. Yeah. We don't know who. And throughout it, we have all these flashbacks to all these other standalone graphic novels yeah. that Batman's had. So it's like a good way to like catch a Little reader up on like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's happened yeah. in the Batman canon while telling its own mystery detective story. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when you get to the end of it, you're basically caught up and good to go. I was like, that would be a great first season of a Batman show because it would allow you to do all the origin stories. Plus set up this Robin mm-hmm. set up, you know, this interaction with the penguin or whatever, you know, like all the stuff you would need and then you could move forward. Yeah. So I don't know if they could do that with like come out of the gate with a justice league movie that then you get to see so like, some of the origins like that, or you could do, I don't know. um, you could do kind of what, Disney has been doing where they're trying to have TV shows and films be basically co-partners in yeah. telling the telling the overarching story. I, I do think Gunn has already come out and said, or Warner Brothers, one of the two has come out and said that the like there will be DC TV shows, but they're a separate universe. Gotcha. They're not going to connect. It films probably makes and, it a lot easier shows. for them. Well, on the production well, side, it's also yeah. like how much money are you putting into these TV shows, and if it just goes immediately to streaming, how much return do you actually see for it? Well, and not even including the the time commitment for their main actors. Right. Exactly. You that either too. have to get yeah. completely unknown people mm-hmm. that aren't going to bring top billing at the movies. And then you have to build them up from the ground up. Right. Or you get top billing and you have to pay top money every right. single time that they're on screen. Well, like the Peacemaker show with John Cena that was a spinoff of the James mm-hmm. Gunn's Suicide Squad movie. Right. Right. I think that's an easy one because presumably I haven't watched the show, but like you don't need a ton of budget for that one mm-hmm. because he's just a dude that shoots <laughs> guns, guns. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a Superman TV show is going to yeah, require a lot of CGI, of CGI mm-hmm. you know, and special effects budgets. That's like just not going to be there. That's why I think, Batman's on the fence. Batman could be good because you could just make it a detective very, show. Yeah, well, it's very true. As long as Batman yeah. doesn't fight like Clayface, CGI right. budget can be low. But it was like this third season finale is a big fight against Clayface. Like, well, hold on, guys. This is either going to yeah. look terrible or we have to so, spend a lot of money. This, this is completely tertiary. And just uh-huh. because you mentioned Clayface, if you mm-hmm. want to watch a masterclass of animation, mm-hmm. the Clayface episode in Batman the Animated Series oh, yeah, so is good. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's Just really good. So well animated. Anyways, yeah. continue. Clayface <laughs> is great. If you haven't watched the Harley Quinn cartoon, by the way, it's very funny. Clayface I've heard is it's great. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pretty sure Alan Tudyk does the voice of Clayface. Probably. He's, he's an actor. He's, <laughs> I went to Juilliard. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, so for me, the biggest thing I want out of the DCU reboot is give me the first opening scene of this movie where you see multiple people mm-hmm. like interacting with each other. 
in a movie. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. That tone. Because I think the Snyderverse was, like, a good experiment, for better or for worse. It was very broody, very dark. They yep. were trying to set themselves apart from Marvel. Yeah, like, to not it. have the quippy... Yeah, you yeah. know, and again, after and you see Zack Snyder's Justice League and you kind of see the Man of Steel, Batman mm-hmm. v Superman, the, the through line, it's like, okay, that's just not what I want. Yeah, I get it. I see the vision. I appreciate and if I, you're a fan of it. Cool. It's just not what yeah. I wanted out of it. I know? liked Man of Steel. It, yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's... It I wasn't think I bad. Liked, I think I liked Henry Cavill as yeah. Superman, Superman, and I really yeah. liked Amy Adams as Lois Lane. See, I didn't like Amy Adams as oh, Lois Lane. That's so sad. She's not my Lois Lane. Mm. <laughs> she didn't act like Lois Lane, Lane to me. She acted like Amy Adams. And like to I mean, me, Lois Lane has a very specific personality, and that was different. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't Amy Adams yeah, specifically. Yeah. It was her characterization yeah, that sure. I didn't love. But for me, Man of Steel, the problems with it was like there were just some choices made mm-hmm. that I'm like, mm. Because like <laughs> it's it's like Zack Snyder was like I'm gonna remix this part of Superman and I'm like oh, okay cool yeah and then I'm gonna re- remix this part and I'm like ooh but that makes it worse okay <laughs> and it like so it was like fifty fifty yeah. like half the stuff he changed in Man of Steel I was like oh cool I yeah. like this the other half I was like oh that's that's not as good as what we yeah. had like just stick with what we had on those yeah. <laughs> like, you know gotcha yeah. gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. of we're kind of a little far afield here uh, so. Any other hopes? What are we dreams? holding? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> Any other I don't know where the transition <laughs> Okay. Anybody, yeah. I just want like fun superheroes interacting. Yeah. Tell the stories right. You don't have to adapt the comics exactly. Build, just build it up. Give us, a, build it give up. us yeah. time to connect with these individual characters and care about them so that when things happen, it matters. Yeah. I know that it's not, I know we're, we've, we're moving away from the dark and broody mm-hmm. um, kind of timeline that, that Snyder had, had set up. Mm-hmm. However, if we are going to go like really dark, let's like go Put from the, the Batman like and double down on it yeah. and yeah. give it, give us truly like emotional broody kind of stuff and then make it compelling. Yeah. That's what I want. Or, or even just, have the Batman and go full dark and broody and then just like drop a character like Flash in there who just quips and whatnot and then like while Batman just stands in the corner and stares at him like I cannot stand this person <laughs> I mean I'm for that too yeah. wow let's get weird with it right yeah. I mean yeah. it's not like it's our money yeah it's not like it's our <laughs> money <laughs> alrighty well let's, uh, let's reel it back in pull it back in here focus on the here and the now we're talking about the Flash mm-hmm the latest entry and one of the final entries in the DCEU. Yep. I think we've got what Aquaman two and Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I think Blue Beetle then Aquaman two is the result. Yeah. Either way, because yeah, I, I've, I've seen trailers now for Blue Beetle. I haven't seen mm-hmm. anything for Aquaman two, but yeah, those are coming either. out, and those are kind of the last nails in the coffin of the DCEU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the finishes out the run. It does, mm-hmm. and then we move forward. But we haven't done that yet. In fact, most of this film is all about going back to the past. So you know. <laughs> Let's hit us with a plot summary. Plot summary. I can't prepare this time. When Barry Allen uses his powers to run back in time and save his mother, he creates a world without heroes, and General Zod has returned. To defeat him, his only hope rests in the hands of a retired Batman, another Barry, and an imprisoned Kryptonian. Okay. It's a yep. decent summary. That's a decent... I mean, it, for what happens... It kind of gives yeah. away quite a bit, though. A little bit, but, like, we already knew most yeah, of No more than was in the trailer. Yeah, like, you all, saw the trailer. All the trailer told you this yeah. was going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. like, honestly, to me, and this is just my problem with modern movies, is that, like, if they had held the secret that, like, 
Batman was in this movie or like a Kryptonian is in this movie mm-hmm. until you're watching it in the theater, that would have been gigantic. Yeah, well, I mean it's the same but thing they as, can't do as it. Spider-Man, right? Where they held back right. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield would be in it. And yeah. the, I mean the theater roared for those. Yeah. Right? Like, come on. And like our theater got like a little bit of clap whenever um Michael Keaton walked on right. screen. But like sure. imagine if they had shown bat like the, we got Batman silhouettes. We knew Bat Kate, we knew Batman, mm-hmm. but we didn't know which, we didn't one. which one. And then yeah. Keaton hits and it's like all the old people and the audience like, yeah! <laughs> and the yeah. kids are like, who is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that wouldn't work. I don't know. <laughs> I think it would have worked huge. I, I think, I think been, if, yeah. if I'd gone into this not, like, knowing, okay, well, we've seen Affleck in the trailer, and mm-hmm. we know Batman's gonna be here, and then it's Keaton is like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Again, I mean, well, no, so you just need to have um, Jack Nicholson show up and, you know, oh, deliver his it, one let line. Let Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Jack dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. I love that. Oh. <laughs> I, I, man. I've been saying Jack Palance's line of like you're not my number one uh, a guy a lot at work and no one else gets it but i'm old whatever <laughs> you're my number one all right give us some stats all right let's get some basic info here so this was directed by andy i'm gonna butcher his last name muschietti i think that's right actually oh good that's how i've heard it in interviews <laughs> all right well excellent i did great. i think it's right wonderful yeah. uh he is the final director in a very long line of potentials and other people who turned it down. We'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's best known probably for directing It and It Chapter 2. Yep. Okay. Uh, So kind of interesting choice here, kind of a horror Yeah, very very different choice here. Big total shift. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Both both were well-directed, though. The second one, the story is what kind of struggled. But, like, the directing, presumably, and the way... way, I'll say this, the the cinematography is somewhat similar. Yeah. Especially in the the not CGI scenes, like in the... Yeah, yeah. Interactions with people talking. shot scenes. Yeah, yeah it, it, it definitely has that feel, which I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, Fair enough. So this stars, again, a long list of people whose names I'm going to butcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll kick it off with Ezra Miller, Sasha Cal, Callie? Kaye. Kaye. Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Maribel Verdu, Ron Livingston, and Kiersey Clemens. Mm. Okay. Everybody there. Yeah. yeah. I love that Ron Livingston I like that he still replaced, gets work. Um, who was Ezra? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, Billy Crudup was the original father oh, in okay. like um, Justice League, I think. Who? Billy Crudup. He played uh, Doctor Manhattan. He's been in like a thousand movies. He's been in a <laughs> lot. Did, you, of did stuff. you mention Michael Shannon? I, I don't think did you did. Not. Let's no. mention Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon as well. Anyways, See, Billy Crudup, I, I guess, couldn't come back as dad, so he's like, get Ron Livingston. <laughs> I, I like. Hey, I like seeing Ron Livingston still getting work. <laughs> Office Space is a classic. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. So music here is by uh, Benjamin Walfish, who is known for doing It, It Chapter 2, and Blade Runner 2049. Mm. Uh, what? Wait. No. I thought Hans Zimmer did He's just part of it. Hold on. I wanted to mess with you all a little. Uh, but so, <laughs> so he worked with him on It. You could tell he worked with, so like, worked with yeah. him on okay. It. So like, there's a relationship <laughs> there. Uh, so the budget for this is rumored to be about $200 million. Okay potentially more because there are some reshoots that may or may not have been factored into that. Gotcha. Uh, this is an expensive film and pretty marketing, expensive. I think was, they went pretty hard on marketing as well. Yeah. So well, I mean, they kind of had, had to, well, they felt like they had, to. Yeah. I don't know they had to, but, yeah. uh, so opening weekend, this is being recorded after opening weekend. It was 139 million globally. That seems pretty low. So that's not wonderful. And it's it's roughly a 50-50 split domestic and interna- international slightly higher than mm-hmm. domestic. Uh, that's not great. Yeah, because Spider-Verse, across the Spider-Verse, did 
I think it did that domestic, didn't it? Yeah, like it was or close to it. Probably not exactly. I'll look it up. Uh, I'll say I've got my notes right here. Either way, like it seems like this movie's kind of slow okay, coming out yeah, of the gate. So, <laughs> so box office. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh. Box office for Across the Spider Verse was 120 million domestic. Yeah, that's yeah. 208 yeah. million global. So quite a difference. And also, it cost half. Mm-hmm. what this movie did. Oh, yeah. Well, this yeah. movie probably cost so much because of how many, like, reshoots, reshoots and oh, production right. hell. We're so going like, to get into some trivia on this. So, we'll actually, I'm going to throw a little trivia out there that's safe for the spoiler wall before mm-hmm. we start discussing this. So, this film was initially announced in 2014 mm-hmm. and was finally released now in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> Almost 10 years later. It's that's de- crazy Hold on. It's about. development and production spanned the entire nine-season run of the Flash TV series. Man, that <laughs> wow. is just that is crazy. <laughs> the Flash TV show's like, we're over here doing work. What are y'all doing? <laughs> so, yeah, so let's get some opinions. What do y'all think? Uh, so this was an enjoyable movie, but I have a lot of issues with it. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty close to that same camp, I'm, actually. I'm also in that same camp. Like, yeah. there were definitely some enjoyable moments in the film. Yeah. That are marred by some really poor CGI at a lot of moments. Also, a lot of just, I don't even, like, I I don't really know how I feel about this film. Beyond just, I watched it, and there were some moments I'm like, huh, that was good. I I will say this, to to keep it spoiler free, Mm -hmm. one of the, the problems with this movie is that it doesn't matter. Like, in most cases. Like, because I think for me... I thought this was going to be like a very big pivotal point in the DCEU. I thought this was going to be right. like either an end cap or a jumping off see, point. See, in what? my mind, this was they were going to like go multiverse. We close these timelines that are the yeah, established timelines. We time open the new and one. And we open the new one. And maybe, I don't know. The problem maybe is. they figured that out. I don't know. A lot of the pre-release press. Uh-huh. Basically hinted at that it did. So I went this into is the bridge yeah. between the new and old. But to me, but it's like, not. So like again, not trying to. We'll get into yeah. the specifics but, but after even the from a non-story world. perspective, right? Like Ezra Miller has like the dude is basically radioactive, reputationally, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, like even that step of well, what, what if we carry this character into the DC? It's like WB. You sure you want to do that? Like come on, Warner <laughs> Brothers, hold on. Yeah, it, I mean, I think at this point, like to the point of like the budget and the time and the reshoots, I think it's a money pit and they were just yeah. like, we got to get it out. We got to so, make something back to, to back it up. Like, I think there are elements of the CG that look good in certain scenes. And then there's some elements that look like a PS2 game. And it's like interesting. And like the directors <laughs> come out, the directors come out since and said that was a stylistic choice. And I'm like, mm, it was a bad choice. Well, so <laughs> interestingly enough, the parts that a lot of people that I read objected to, like specifically like when flash goes fast, Mm-hmm. I didn't find those objectionable. Yeah, those were just fine. because that's they were like, fine. That's yeah. like a bizarre moment anyway. Like it's it yeah. meant, it's meant to feel uncanny. It was a lot of right. stuff where it was like, "Hey, this is real time, real life," and you're like, "Ooh, is it?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a little rubber there. Yeah, yeah, there. It's really a lot of the fighting that happens in the middle of the film. Yeah. That that is really what bothered me when it came to CGI. Like all the stuff, like I'll say in the Flash Vision, where like the he's going really zone fast, speed whatever. zone, whatever you want to call it, yeah. mm-hmm. and like you know whenever he's going speed back through force, time and all, all this kind of stuff, is, is that's power. totally fine because mm-hmm. like it's already really weird. Yeah, it, like you're not supposed to have. We don't have a one to one 
ratio comparison yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like a plane flying, like, well, I know what planes flying looks like. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not this, you know, not, not to get into spoilers. Yeah. So yeah we're trying to avoid spoilers. top level. I think some of the CG works. Some of it, I absolutely see why people are complaining about it yeah. because it looks unfinished or it doesn't look yeah. right. Right. Well, I feel like um, it was interesting just because it was all over the place. There was some CGI in this that was quite good. Yeah. And then there was others where, it was like, woo. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely has a weird Who, uh, uh, back and forth how many, because of you, you that. You employed like six VFX departments, and like one of them was just the last second, hey, this is what we got left in the budget. Who can we hire? Or like, what's, uh, right, what's yeah. going on here, guys? But I'm, then like the story, like I don't mind the story. There, it's, it's the same problem I have with most of these DCEU movies where it's like mm-hmm. the, the bones of what they're going for and like the emotional core is mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, got it. It's there, there's just some choices along the way in the plot and the story that I'm like, hmm, okay, well that's that's a way that you could tell this story. All right, let's yeah. see if it pays off. And then I think that's my biggest thing is there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie that is done for um, like fan service and nostalgia that yeah. they don't do anything with it. It's just very surface level. Like it's they don't explore there. anything. Yeah. It's just like check this out. And again, we'll get into more when we get into yeah. spoilers. So it's like for me. The, the action was fine. Some of it was good. Some of it was bad. The story was fine. Some of it was good. Some of it was bad. It was like 50-50 on every element mm-hmm. of this thing. Whereas, like, I watched Shazam! Fury of the Gods last night. And in comparison, Bless you. it at least is consistent throughout it being fine. Yeah. It's like a 5 out of 10 all the way through, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's no roller coaster. Yeah, right it's, it's, yeah this one, yeah. Like, it, it can peak pretty it goes, high. Yeah, there's some yeah, highs, high points. and then there's some lows. And so yeah. it's it's weird to having watched them back to back of like, I went from this movie, The Flash, where it's like up, down, up, down, up, down, each scene to mm-hmm. like Shazam, just like, hmm, the whole way through. You know? <laughs> I am being whelmed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll say I actually did like the music. I thought the music was quite mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I mean, you know, like DC has some great themes it, to work with. Honestly, it does. yeah. The, but I think the I think my big problem with this film is just at a core level, I don't really like Barry Allen. Just not not that I don't like Ezra Miller. I just don't just like Barry Allen as a character, and mm. I don't really like the Flash because I I think his power like he's too powerful. Mm, okay. Uh, or, Most or people he's, say he's not powerful enough because Superman can run fast too. So why do we need the Flash? So kind of was a, like, yeah, but Superman yeah. can't pass through walls. Right. I mean, yeah. Can, like, I mean, like there are some wall, things they had the to do something in the comics do. to make yeah. the Flash worthwhile. <laughs> Keep it around. Well, but I guess yeah. just because a lot of it is, I mean, like I do understand he has like caloric limitations of like he needs sure. to eat a lot of food to be able to do what he needs to do. Yeah. But at the same time, like it still just feels that he can kind of do whatever he wants, and there's no no consequence. Where, no where yeah. because like a lot of Superman's limitations are self imposed. For him, right? Where yeah. like he's, I mean, he's Superman. I mean, he just can do whatever he in wants. A sense, technically, Batman. Some of Batman's limitations are also self-imposed. Yeah, sure. I mean, where where like Barry Allen just kind of seems like he's um, chaotic enough to where he could just do whatever he wanted to. Yeah, they 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 didn't do a really good job in this movie or mm-hmm. any of the movies featuring the Flash to kind of explain like the way the speed force works. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I haven't read enough of the modern comics to know like, like why is it sometimes it's like time has stopped completely and other times and, it's moving just slow. And then it's like, they, they didn't do a good job of explaining like the, the limitations, like you're saying, or, of like, or like the power ramping. Like, is, yeah. he, is he putting more into it to completely stop? Like it's burning more calories to stop it. Right. And he only has so little, so he can only slow and mm-hmm. stop. Like they didn't get into that. Well, and they're, they're very inconsistent on some stuff like, pr- 
supposedly the speed force is supposed to be able to where he can run down the street and a sonic boom doesn't shatter everyone's eardrums in a block, a city block. But then other times he's running around and there is a ton of wind and stuff that comes with him. And it's like, so wait, which is it? Like, is it that he can move around like and not... You know, disrupt Faster everything than else. The speed of light. Or, yeah. yeah. Or is it that when he does run, like it disrupts everything? Because mm-hmm. like we, which way is it? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think like this movie, for me, the humor didn't land on a lot of stuff. Like it, it tries to be funny. See, I thought a lot of the humor was actually decent. I, th- I think that there was a little bit too many. Like I'm not even gonna say raunchy. Just kind of like just like college level jokes. Just like weird bits. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of like just college humor that I'm just like, eh. Some of it worked. Like some, some of, of it good. is funny. It's just like, I think again, it's the same as everything else. There's highs and lows. There are some scenes and, and lines that like made me laugh. And then others that just have me going, Hmm. And it definitely, and we'll get into this definitely after the spoiler wall. There's a few lines in particular or references to things that feel like they just are out of nowhere that I'm like, did something get cut from earlier in the film or am I not in on an end joke? Mm-hmm. What, what does this line mean? Why did they say this? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, was that played for laughs? Cause it wasn't funny. Yeah. Was it a reference? <laughs> I admit? Like, so there's definitely in, in the plot side of things we'll get into like, there, there feels like there was a lot of story that got cut or reshot mm-hmm. in certain places because things just happen and people show up at a place and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, and I do think the story does have a decent emotional core yeah. because they, they do it set up, it does. Does. Yeah. you know, basically his relationship with his parents and everything decently well mm-hmm. to where like you actually do have a little bit of an emotional connection whenever things go bad or thing, you know, like yeah. things get better, that kind of thing. So like there is that, like I, the, I don't think the movie's bad. No, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's so hard it, to critique it. Cause it's like, is it, it bad? Is. No. Is no. it good? No. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I think it's still one of the better DC films, but that's not a very high bar. It's, so it's not. It's a fun time at the theater. If yes, you go it to it and you want to see some fun action, see some decent-ish comedy, it's fine. Like the plot works, and like the the All comedy right. is there. So, no. so I gotta ask: uh-huh. we are we are in a world now where multiverse is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. On your multiverse meter, yeah. Does this beat Doctor Strange? Yes. No. No. What? What? No. No, okay. no. No. The multiverse mechanics. We're not talking about, not the, talking film about the film itself. itself. Oh, okay. Like yeah. The mechanics. Actual, the usage of multiverse. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it beats yeah. it on that level. Because this okay. is still, I think, still an example. I thought you meant movie. I was like, no. no I'd no, rather no. What, rewatch Doctor Strange oh, well, Multiverse sure, sure, Madness. Sure. Yeah. Well, but I feel like on every level, every time we get a new multiverse film, and mm-hmm. I'm like, is this handle? Did Doctor Strange do a better job of multiverse than this? Like, no, they didn't. They didn't even try. Marvel, do better. Yeah. I feel like I say this every week because every week it's some kind of multiverse something. <laughs> We're in the multiverse, metaverse. What's happening? Ah! <laughs> All right. So Ryan kind of kicks it off there with, would you rewatch it? No. I uh, mean, I would rewatch it like when it comes out on streaming. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd probably like, throw it. I'd throw it I'd on. I'd throw it on. But it, it definitely didn't. Um, it, it's just fine. It, it didn't make you want to go back through the line. No. Again. No, no, no. no, no. There's not a whole lot of wow factor. Yeah. 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 Or like, uh, you know just speaking on another multiverse style film, I would gladly go see across, um, uh, across the spider verse. In again. fact, while yeah. we were waiting to get our popcorn for this film, Andrew's like, I could be seeing across the spider verse right now. And I'm not, and I'm not, yeah. I'm seeing the flash. Yeah. And not that I didn't want to see the flash because like the trailers honestly made it look pretty good, mm-hmm. but the, it's just one of those kind of things where I'm just like, eh, I, well, I feel like my, my nugget that like I keep coming back to is, again, pre-spoiler wall here, 
the things that Spider-Man No Way Home did well in terms of nostalgia and references to other stuff, this one did not do as well. It didn't have as deft of a hand at some of the... Um, Despite connecting back to some yeah. long-time characters. Yeah. It, like, it just went like, oh, okay. Like, very surface level. Again. Yeah. And it's like, that movie came out, you know, two years ago at this point or whatever, No Way Home. This one, I understand, has been in production since 2014 or whatever. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I get it's not fair to compare it to, like, Spider-Verse from, you know, a few weeks ago or, or, or that. But it's 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 tough because that's when the order we're watching it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we're going to get into this past the spoiler world. This film had some serious production issues, mm-hmm. including its main star being insane question mark i just don't like i don't i like i really don't want to go not down. a good person they, not, they, they had a weird a run in the press yeah. yeah not not a good person uh not good press not a great uh reputation right now so that's also obviously harming it mm-hmm. not so, just from like a box office level, but also from just a me watching it and enjoying it like do i necessarily want to root for this person on yeah screen? i don't know yeah. you know like michael keaton's here yay cool i feel good about that so i can divorce art from the artist pretty easy so i didn't have an issue you have an issue with yeah. that but like, I mean, so just, would you rewatch it steven uh, maybe you know like you said when it hits streaming maybe i'll put it on it'll be in the background mm-hmm. I, i'm not gonna pay again for it i'd pay for a cross again yeah yeah i'd pay to go see that in a big screen mm-hmm. uh Andrew, I think we've already got yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Re- recommendations. Who would you recommend this film for? Uh, if you're very familiar with, obviously, the DCU mm-hmm. or EU, but then also, like, if you are if you have seen Justice League and you remember it, then you can go see this one. Because yeah, I, I had a lot, I had a lot of problems remembering <laughs> stuff that happened from Justice League and, like, how he was introduced. I'm like, all right, what do we actually know about him? Right. And that was kind of where a lot of my early misgivings of the film kind of came in because I'm like, I don't remember anything. Right. Well, I had the same issue of like, I was trying to remember where Zack Snyder's Justice League ended off Mm -hmm. and it ends off in a completely different place than this even goes. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You need to know a couple of things happened in in Justice League. This highly interconnected cinematic universe is not that connected. It's not that connected. (laughs) So I, I also watched that and was like, you know, they don't do a good job like with this film being mm-hmm. a one-off where it's encapsulated, where you can understand everything that goes on just from this. They yeah, also you, don't do a good job connecting it. <laughs> you know, they also don't connect it well either. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I would recommend this to anyone who's a Flash fan. Obviously, if you've watched the CW show, if you were like me and you watched the Flash TV show in the 90s and you're a fan of oh, The wow. Flash, check it out. Uh, like I know my nephew is like huge. The Flash is his guy. Yeah. That's his like superhero. He's definitely going to go see this. Um, I, I think it's, if you it's like, worth a watch. It's worth a watch, and if you like the DCEU stuff, obviously, yeah. you, you're already you've already seen it probably. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're on the fence, it, it's worth it's worth watching if you want just a fun time at the movies. It's just I think it's a lot of missed opportunities of what it could have been. Yeah, and because of that, I would not recommend it to just the average person. If you're not into DC, you're not into the Flash, you're not you didn't enjoy the DCEU movies. Don't go out of your way to see it. Just wait for it to hit streaming. Yep, yeah. that's where I'm at. Because that's that is inevitably where it will end up. Yeah. Are you looking to speed into more content? Do you want to flash back in time right now to get more? You can go to spoilersintendedpodcast.com to access all of our previous episodes and more. 
and more. And more. That's right. There's links there, like things to our Discord, where you can come hang out with us and other fans of the show to talk about uh, whatever strikes your fancy. We've got. It's like the Justice there. League, but with like spoilers intended content. <laughs> the Spoilers League. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh. But we've uh, we've got channels in there for hobbies, your pet. You know, what are you cooking? We talk about other things people are watching, listening to, video games we're playing. You know, not necessarily stuff related to the episodes, but also there are spoiler threads in there where you can talk about current TV shows, yeah. films, etc. Yep. And if you're not following us on social, you should do that. We have a Facebook and Instagram. We post a lot of fun behind-the-scenes content on there. And we also post every week what we're going to be reviewing next week so you can watch along with us. And we're back. With that this, ominous tone. I know, right? I was say. <laughs> that lurking <laughs> sound. No, 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 no. I'm back. <laughs> We have officially reached and breached the spoiler wall. This is your final <laughs> you warning. You say we sped through it. Oh, I didn't. Black I vibrated my molecules <laughs> through it. <laughs> <laughs> I deliberately avoided those. I let y'all have them. Uh, oh, man. We should have ended the ad break with me going, <laughs> and then, like, started this part. <laughs> I just made it through the wall. Oh. <laughs> All right, so on that note... We'll get it on the next Flash movie. Don't worry, guys. This is your spoiler warning. If you do not want to be spoiled on the Flash, it is time to check out. Go check out the film and come back. Get out of here. Get out of here. But don't stay. It's fine. Stay. Listen, you'll be fine. So we're going to kick this off with some trivia. So I already mentioned that, you know, this was first announced in 2014. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't come out until 2023. So this movie was first scheduled to be released on March 23rd of 2018. Mm-hmm. Muschietti was not hired as director until July of 2019. So, would you like that to was guess? just like a roadmap? I guess they didn't have like an actual release date set in stone because they clearly uh, didn't even have anything but, shot for it or a director. But, right? So here's the thing. Uh huh. It is rumored this film went through 45 writers in the development process. Okay. They had three different filmmakers tapped who left due to creative differences. So that's <laughs> Seth Graham Smith. Rick uh, Famuyia and the duo of John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Oh, the guys that did D&D. Yeah. That would have been great. Right? <laughs> so they were like, we're creatively different from you guys. We're out. We're out. <laughs> Peace. So at one point, Greg Berlanti was mm-hmm. tapped to direct the film, and then he actually went on to develop the TV series, The Flash. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, they, they, I'll make my own Flash. It'll be better. It will yeah. be better, yeah. <laughs> we'll so, get nine seasons out before you even lay out the first movie. <laughs> so, no, uh Jokes on you, idiots. Ten years later. Dang, he got us. <laughs> they considered Robert Zemeckis, Sam Raimi, Matthew Vaughn, and Mark Webb all to direct the film. Wow. And Probably would have in- been pretty good. That includes Raimi and Webb both declining the project. Yeah. Well, because I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Raimi was, was set to do Multiverse of Madness. Probably by then. Yeah, by then. Well, yeah. Yeah. Depending on how early. Is this 2014 when they reached out to him? Probably not. But yeah. if it was like later, then yeah. Yeah. So the actual like filming and production of this film, mm-hmm. not just the pre production, spanned four years due to COVID, uh, the uncertainty just in general about the DCEU at WB. Right. Uh, they had a whole backlog of films vying for screen space. They're trying to not release this at a point where it would get clobbered, which they still managed to release this at a point. And it still got clobbered. Where it got yeah. clobbered, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Ezra Miller's issues and behavior offset. And some of it bled into the onset. Oh, interesting. I didn't know about that. Including you know, a video surfaced in, in 2020 where Miller was filmed choking a woman and throwing her to the ground. <laughs> 
Uh, Miller was arrested three times in 2022 for all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. It's just wild reports and things out there, but it, it, it led to during, I think, either some of the reshoots or during the filming. Miller had some breakdowns on set as yeah. well, just because, yeah. I mean, whether or not you are directly responsible for these things happening, if you're accused, it's still really stressful. So sure. even at a baseline, there's going to be issues yeah. there, but then... It, it didn't help with any of the production issues they yeah, already no. had going on. Yeah. No. So total mess there. Uh, let's see what other. Oh, so we'll we'll pivot from that. We'll get fun fact in here. <laughs> so Ben Affleck has now played Batman four times in a live action film, which is the most of any Batman, but he is the only one to have never had a standalone movie. Yeah. That feels weird. I Again, don't know if I like that. This goes back to my previous like complaints in the opening topic of like there's. I like Ben Affleck Batman because he's like he destroys people when he punches them and fights them. <laughs> it feels like the Arkham games. Yeah. But we haven't been given like a, a standalone movie. So with he him. had Batman versus Superman, Justice League, mm-hmm. um, obviously the Flash. He What's was the in, other one. He was in Suicide Squad. In Suicide Squad. He was oh. also in um, I guess that's it. I think well, it's yeah. live action. Okay. So I think Suicide gotcha. Squad is the other live action. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's played Batman a lot. But just never on his own, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad in a way. I know a lot of people memed on him when he was picked, you know, the Batman. I, thought, I think everything. he's a good pick. I don't think yeah. he was a bad, like, at first glance, it feels like a bad choice. Yeah. But once you get into it, I don't think it was really a no, bad I choice. No, I think so. I think they could have made a good movie with it. They Again, they made some yeah. choices that were like, okay. Yeah. But it's, that's just the Snyderverse, you know. And then let's, let's get one last trivia here. We'll get a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the altered timeline, Eric Stoltz is mentioned as being Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Some would say a few too many times. A few too many times. <laughs> Actually, oh, far too many times. Uh, so Stoltz, <laughs> Stoltz was the original Marty before mm-hmm. being fired several weeks into filming and being replaced by Michael yeah. J. Fox. Well, they like almost had the whole movie shot with him. They reshot yeah, like a ton of stuff. a ton of reshoots mm-hmm. with Fox. So it's, it's weird because it's almost like, hey, that is a timeline that could have had. Like, this is very close timelines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also... Good Lord, people, we don't have to say his name 25 times in a film Yeah, that he's was, not in. It was like, oh, cool. Oh, they're saying it again. Got it. Oh, fourth oh, time. Oh, we're doing it again. Oh, seven seven times. really wanted to, to hammer down. Yeah. yeah. I've got a tattoo. And it's like, all right, cool. All right, got it. Yeah. Cool. yeah. We get it. Eric Stoltz was Marty McFly in this timeline. They say it like three more times. Yeah. yeah. Move on already. <laughs> so speaking of moving on, let's get into some spectacle. Let's do mm-hmm. it. We've been ragging on a little bit on. Let, let's start positive. CGI. What so did everybody like good. about the spectacle? Uh, okay, no, okay. Here it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did like the 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 first like real fight that you have with Michael Keaton's Batman in kind of like the pit or whatever that they fall down into. Okay. Yeah. Um, that I thought that was oh, actually like the, really the well Russian choreographed. Black yeah. At the bottom of the, of the black yeah. site. Yeah. I thought that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was the, good. Like, cause he, you got to have a lot of the, the fun, like grappling hook and like, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of like using that instead of using like guns and that, you know, well, and the, of, the battering, yeah. like he gets, he gets choked out and the it, battering bounces and comes yeah. back. It was like, very Batman. Yeah. Like those kind of that, that fight was actually really, really good. And I was like, Oh yeah, here we go. This is what yeah. I want. And then it just never happened again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah, like we, they get it. They understand th- Batman. There were oh. a couple of moments in that fight where it felt weird because we've never seen the Keaton Batman have a CG fight where he's doing like backflips and he's stuff. He's also mm-hmm. like 70 years old. Yeah. yeah and so, so like yeah. I, I kind of, not that I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. I did, but I kind of wanted them to do like literally 
Batman 89 style fights where he's just like a bullet sponge who's like punching Slugging the heck people. out of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they, they, they kind of went with the more flippy stuff, yeah. which is fine. It works. It was a fun scene. Yeah. He but didn't like, feel like Yoda from Attack of the Clones. A little. I, I wish they would have even grounded him even more so mm-hmm. it looked like how they shot well, almost, action almost in go 89. like the, you know, the, bat, the Batman feel where he's yeah. just very much sort of rooted to the ground, big punches. Just yeah. like, yeah. But well, uh, so what I liked specifically was some of the the running uh, special I, effects. I actually like really the, liked the feel of him running, like the way the yeah. slow motion. I don't know if they were doing like different frame or if that was actually Ezra just like hand goes slow, arm comes back. You know, I don't know. Well, they make fun of it when he tries to like uh, run yeah. in real life mm-hmm. without his powers. <laughs> He's doing like this, just like <laughs> flopping around. It's like, what's he doing? Um, but uh, so, because there's two ways to do it, right? Like in the X Men movies, we had the Quicksilver scenes where yeah. he's like running like crazy yeah, fast, and his yeah. body's like, you know, like moving, mm-hmm. which also looked pretty good. Not that those scenes were were done well, and we get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I thought those scenes, like the the Flash running and like the way everything stretches around him and this, yeah. everything turns kind of orange. They kind of have like a color yeah. well, to let you know. Also, to yeah. separate the two Flashes, they all they each had their own color. Their own we have one orange, one blue. I think yeah. that worked out well because again, once you start to suit them and say, "Well, they're going to move really fast," maybe we don't always know which one's which. Yeah, but yeah. they made it well, real clear. And they, well, they did a good job with the the two different suits. At the mm-hmm. end, too, where like you could definitely tell that one was um, Barry Allen A, oh, yeah. Barry Allen B, yeah, or, yeah. or older and younger, yeah. and then older, older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> Just I thought to add on to it, a lot of the uh, the costuming was good. Like I especially yeah. liked uh, Kara Zor-El's outfit, Supergirl's outfit. That was a good. That was, uh, a, good, that was I, a good. I think she's actually really good casting. I didn't yep. like most of the scenes with her in it. The CGI is but because the CGI was, was just really poor. Some of it was like rubbery looking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she was. Yeah, I think that was a. a not to get into points, yeah, yeah, that was a good cast yeah. here, but I but thought she, she was a really good she cast. She fit the part, and they did a good job with the the outfit. As I loved well. her suit. Yeah, yeah. I like the suit a yeah, lot. But mm-hmm. that was great. Um, uh, so the what, bit, like, so one going back to the the classic Batcave, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that felt good and it looked good. Although it looked good, yeah. They, and I, when all the bats fly out, all I could think was like, man, how long? How many years have bats been pooping on everything? And then they show him pulling the cover off the Batmobile. <laughs> it's just covered in poop. Like, perfect. <laughs> no notes. You nailed it. There, no guys. notes. Yeah. I do uh, like that the the layout of Bruce Wayne's mansion is the same. The as same. From, like, yeah, the, it's just the same. The, uh, the feel, the kitchen area, everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, they did. I think they did a good job there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked the sequence of uh, younger Barry Allen making his suit, mm, where he's like yeah. spray painting everything. Oh else. yeah, and then, yeah. And then it cuts to the very very end, and it comes back, and he's sawing off the ears off the bat. Like, like that was a good, well shot set, mm-hmm. and then also it hit really well for humor. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is, like, there's a lot of moments within this, not really spectacle, I guess, but... It, it just, could be used for spectacle, I don't know. Where they, you know, where they just have, like, they do have good comedy in there. It's just, there's a lot of bad comedy that just doesn't hit. It's up and down. Yeah, yeah. it's well, up and down. And we have, like, the same scene once uh, our original Barry Allen loses his powers and he tries to go through the wall the first time, just bounces off. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a great shot, one, and then, like, the, the slow, like, they, like, do, like, the... The ratchet down with the camera as he goes into the pose and then just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And uh, I do like the the way they showed him like vibrating through the wall. Like that yeah. part of the CG looked good to me. And I think most of the scenes with like both berries on screen looked pretty good. There was there were, two I, shots I where I, I could tell yeah. it was like a CG face on a different actor's body. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. instead of them just shooting the same actor twice in different clothes at different yeah. angles. There was a couple shots where and you're supposed to be looking at like Barry Allen A because he's the one talking. And I looked over and I go, mm, that's CG. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like for the most part, the the integration of like you know the same actor as two different Barry Allens worked yeah. worked really well from a visual standpoint. But I, I definitely think that probably the worst part of the CGI was was unfortunately Supergirl and particularly her fight with Zod where yeah. uh, I have some thematic issues with that too. We'll get to them. Yeah. Well, and but. whenever she gets out of the, the prison and she's just kind of in her, like her prison outfit and she's just jumping around and, and a like, little bouncy ball. Yeah. It was, kind of weird. It, it was really weird. Yeah. It was, it was the, um, again, I just called it rubbery. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, the, it's the, the, um, the motion blur and the locomotion of what she's doing doesn't just doesn't really fit fit. Yeah. And like when it happens, it, it just doesn't look satisfying or like correct. It it feels weird. I Um, almost wish they would have done a shot with her kind of of like a star Wars space fight scene where mm. the camera is right over her shoulder as she like swoops in and like hits guards or whatever. Mm. So it's from that perspective. So the, all the motion blur is the scenery around her and not her, not her. I think that might've translated a little better for a feel of like speed or power. Cause again, it felt just kind of like a little bouncy ball going around. Well, I Mm -hmm. I feel like they could have very easily shot that not practically necessarily, but like shot her on a blue screen or a green screen Mm -hmm. and then like sped it up. Instead, it's like they did. It was almost like Spider-Man Two, Tobey Maguire. You know, like the <laughs> the the movement just isn't quite right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this was a lot faster than than that. Yeah. But like it, it was that same. Like you can almost see the frame where like the real person stops and the CG person mm-hmm. starts. Mm-hmm. And it's like that should have been just seamlessly it should have yeah. flowed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I. What do you okay? What so, do you guys think about the 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 time bubble? So I I liked the, I liked the time bubble. design of the time bubble, and mm-hmm. I liked and like the, the way it the, the way sand it like, floor like layered out. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like the uncanny valley PS2 graphics versions of people. Of people like Henry uh, Cavill, like yeah. sitting there, like looking like a wax figure. <laughs> See, like I didn't <laughs> like that mom. at all. So, I was so like from a, from a weird level. Because everything in there looked weird. It did. I actually didn't mind it just because it's such a bizarre, distorted area. But I okay. can see why people will complain about it. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. look great. It, to me, it didn't look stylistic. It looked it just unfinished. Like they yeah. just said, that this is a lot of CGI. We can't afford to get all this in here. My yeah. biggest offender, though, in the, the special effects was the baby scene at, at the hospital <laughs> at the opening. Like <laughs> I So many of the baby. Oh. I didn't care for that scene. It I, was fine. I don't know why you like that scene. I like that scene. Let's don't talk ask. about the CG of it because we're in spectacle. CG wasn't great. I didn't like admit that. the CG of the babies and the dog. And like so much of that just <laughs> did not look good and it for me from a spectacle standpoint in in terms of like the framing out of it and the blocking and the way they edited it yeah it didn't feel as good as the very similar scenes we've gotten in the x-men movies with quicksilver where like they have like this comedic little route planned out and the way he runs around and like moves stuff Mm -hmm. was like satisfying and funny and great and then this happens and it's like we've already seen this we don't need to see this again so we have well if you're going to do it again you got to yeah, amp it up or do something original. Yeah. And I think their original thing was like, like remember the naked gun when all the babies are coming down the stairs and they're <laughs> yeah. having the shootout. That's what it felt like. It was like, what are we doing here? All the babies fly out of the window and the microwave. I don't know. All of that was just like the CG of it did not yeah. look good to no. me. It was, yeah, like, it was, it was a little rough. I will yeah. freely admit that. I honestly, it, it, we've talked about it, right? There's some CG that I thought was 
good yeah. or well. I mean, ultimately, for most of the film, you had two of the same person on screen. Oh, that was to me executed really well. So they thought, executed yeah, that quite too, well, yeah. either by you know shot selection or mm. the few moments where they. <laughs> Ryan just got surprised by. A cat. I got scared by a cat on the floor. Uh, <laughs> Lando has awoken from his he slumber. Has. He was sleeping on my bag, and then your sheets over there. Where <laughs> my my sheets, the paper, paper on the yeah. floor. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Bed. This is what I think of your notes. Yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, for the most part, they actually handled that I think pretty well. I did either, yeah. either by you know shot selection of, of only getting one berry mm-hmm. yeah. or by doing some compositing there. Which yeah. I, I know there was one or two where I was kind of like mm, something not right there. Yeah, but I didn't see it for the. It wasn't as essentially you had to be looking for it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as distracting as either. That's again framing where they're you know doing the magician's trick of look over here, not over there. Yeah. Or what? But I think they did a good job of that for most of the film. Yeah, I yeah. feel like if uh, to, I think it's a success. I think they did mm-hmm. good. I think if you ever catch it, it's the person not talking in the mm-hmm. corner is when yeah. you're like, yeah. "Hey, wait a minute!" And you're <laughs> supposed to be looking over here anyway. So yeah, they couldn't quite get the the, the uh, f stop big enough so that they could. <laughs> it's like blurry. Blur yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's uh, let's jump forward. Performance. Mm-hmm. Performance. Um, yeah, I think a lot of your enjoyment of this film is going to depend on how much you like Ezra Miller's version of um, Barry Allen. Yeah. Because, like, to your point earlier where you're like, I don't think Barry Allen's, like, a great character or mm-hmm. whatever. I like the general idea of Barry Allen because he's, like, obsessed with criminal justice because, you know, his dad's in prison. Yeah. His mom's dead. So he's got a similar-ish origin story to Batman on one level. Yeah. The twist is that his dad's still alive. See, and I is wrongly accused. accused. So it drives I him like into... I like that twist, yeah. Yeah, like, I think what we didn't get in this, really, that you get in, like, I think, the Flash TV show a lot more is, like, the criminal justice investigation science side of Barry Allen. The, like... Uh, maybe that's that, what it is, because, yeah. like, I just... He feels kind of like a discount Peter Parker... I mean, uh, yeah, most most just with the like the same kind of like kind quippiness of and the same. He don't, obviously doesn't have the same powers, but like right. he, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he has that same his character personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the problem is specifically with with Miller's portrayal of Barry Allen. Is it like I think the reason he acts the way he does is because that's what was needed for the Justice League that they put together mm-hmm. with like a really serious Superman. Yeah, so you uh, need ultra grim dark Batman. You need some kind of Aquaman's drunk. Hey brother, <laughs> you know like, <laughs> you got Wonder Woman who's kind of stoic. So it's like, you know, the Someone only one has to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Well like Arthur, Aquaman is like n- not really funny. He's just more like the big Lebowski. He's sad, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's the dude. And then you have yeah. Ezra Miller had to like bring that levity with his flash. Well, and I think with the yeah. Justice League, and this is just a, another discussion for another time, yeah. but I think with the Justice League, it also falls into the problem of Batman is the Iron Man for for the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Basically, like from the MCU. So it's you the have same Iron, play Man as, as Iron Man, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And then right. you have, so I think that's where a lot of my comparisons also come in. Sure. Yeah. Is that I'm just like, well, he's literally, we know that he's just the Spider Man, basically, analog, a, analog um, yeah. for the Justice League here, but we need to have him because he's really powerful or whatever, but we also need to have comedy and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think just his version of it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, again, I think. 
I think Miller does good for I, what he's given. Well, I think but again, it's, like he actually did really good playing against himself. Miller I has think, great chemistry with Miller. I think him playing <laughs> off of himself did great. Yeah, not as yeah. good as Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight. No, no, not that, no, not that no. level. No. To that, be, if you're looking for a bar, right? It's yeah. under Oscar Isaac Moon Knight's <laughs> performance back and forth with himself, right? But uh, Miller does really good. Yeah. Right for that, and I think the emotional part with like his mom. Yeah. And that stuff oh, all that hit was, really that well. Was, oh, that hit very yeah. well at the end. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like that was whoo. You know Miller's performance there. Mm-hmm. I think worked. I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Michael Keaton for being able to act exactly how he did in <laughs> Batman '89. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of you know nostalgia ish yeah. movies coming nostalgia out, nostalgia baiting of, of late, and there's a lot of performances from people that didn't quite feel like they remembered how the character worked, and they were just mm-hmm. getting a paycheck. And I'm wearing the outfit. Is that not enough? You know. Yeah. As to where this... I put on the vest. Yeah. It definitely felt like he was just playing his original character. Well, because he had the the same, like, I guess, like, his delivery and, like, mm-hmm. the way... Like, when he looks at himself in the mirror, when he's sewing himself up, like, there's a little bit of, like, an unhingedness to uh-huh. Keaton's Batman that was, like, this is a this is how I'm coping with my parents' death, and it's not normal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he brought that. And he also had, like... I love that he was, like, the science Batman again, because mm-hmm. how much do you weigh? You know, and he's doing, like, the measure <laughs> yeah. just like he did with uh, Vicky Vale and the old ones, you know? Yeah. So I think Keaton did great for, you know, what they utilized him for. But his, his performance of that... You know, Universe's Batman, I thought was really good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I, the the scenes for me with Maribel Verdu playing Barry's mom mm-hmm. and Barry Miller oh, yeah. were, whoo. Oh, yeah. That, those, those hit, like, all across the board, those hit. Yeah. And even, I, honestly, it just, Barry and Barry, I think, you know, to some extent, like, Andrew's point here, he doesn't really like Barry Allen as a character. Yeah. But it was also kind of funny to me because it's like, well, 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 I don't like this version of Barry Allen. So, okay, well, you're about to have a couple clips of this Barry Allen. And then you can feel how you, see how you felt about that. And well, we'll come back to the other one. It like, turns oh, out Barry God. Allen doesn't like old Barry yeah. Allen. <laughs> the other Barry. <laughs> Which I really did like that that play where, like, the older... Is this how I am? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, God. I see it now. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder I don't have any friends. And, and I know we already shouted her out, but uh, Sasha Calais... Mm-hmm. Um, um honestly she was like i like her version of supergirl yeah and i i was it was just unfortunate that just a lot of her cgi didn't do it I, very well I but think, i go ahead sorry I, yeah i mean i i thought she well, played the, that kind of angsty uh, essentially teenager well pretty but well also it's, it's the, well the crux of the character right she's been captured and, and tortured mm-hmm. by humans yeah. why yeah. should i care about yeah, why should i humans yeah. right it's the flip side of superman's story but basically. i think the the problem comes in with like they just didn't give her enough or yeah. some of her scenes must have got cut or something because I was, was like there, man yeah. I would like to see more of more of that yeah, yeah the development of that type and, of- and I know she's actually come out and said she was like I'd love to play more Supergirl if, mm-hmm. if they want me well that know? was like one of her oh, dreams <laughs> like dream characters to play yeah. when she was yeah. trying to get into acting mm-hmm. so then, you know she got it and was like wow like how cool is that yeah yeah uh Okay, well, I mean, I think we pretty well covered it. Is there like, anybody else in performance? Uh, I mean, Michael Shannon, he played Zod again. Um, he did, and like, I love Michael Shannon. I thought his portrayal of Zod in Man of Steel was great, and so for this, I was like, oh, cool, they got him back. They just didn't do anything with this, it. They yeah, didn't do anything with just, it, yeah. You know, and that's so that's less his fault in performance and more of just, like, they didn't give him give a him ton something. to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way about, like, Ben Affleck. Like, Affleck... He's just there. Surprisingly has less gray hair than in the other movies. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's de-aging in front of our eyes. Um, But his performance as Bruce Wayne was, was, it's just fine. Yeah. It just was. Fine. It just kind of existed. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of his. I mean, I, I mean, I, the for, only the only other person that we can shout out really is George Clooney, and I was actually really excited when he just had the cameo at the end. I'm glad one person out, was popped out of the crowd. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was great. I was like, why? <laughs> I said that out in the theater. Why? <laughs> That's not far from what. Uh, Barry said, <laughs> yeah. um, I got the ref bomb in there at the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. good use of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say, I, I think the, the performance and to go back a little bit to spectacle of like bouncing back and forth between Affleck's Batman, Wonder Woman, when she shows up mm-hmm. and um, Barry Allen's flash, seeing that dynamic and the mm-hmm. way they worked in that, that one scene. Yeah. And their, well, they they their played banter. off the lasso pretty well. Yeah. yeah that was, like, that was actually that, good. That's the justice league I want. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that opening scene minus the babies. Give, give me that. I did like, uh, you know? this is, I mean, I guess this is entertainment, but like, I really did like um, Batman just like latching himself to the back of his Humvee and just like surfing down the highway. Oh yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I watched fun. that yeah. thinking like, man, there are so many obstructions between this wire and, and the end. <laughs> like he's just getting grounded and pulled <laughs> yeah. by all these poles <laughs> and light poles. Yeah. And, but, uh, so he fought Superman and Batman for Superman. Uh, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing enough with uh, Wonder Woman's cameo, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, Gal Gadot, like, shows up for that, right? Mm -hmm. She's a spoiler for Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Don't watch. It doesn't matter. It's fine. (laughs) She shows up at the end of it. Oh, really? And I feel like they shot her on the same day on the same green screen (laughs) with no one else there. They were just like, walk in, say something, try to sound vaguely, like, Mediterranean. Wait, wait, so did they get, get, do they hit those two scenes and the the fast X yeah I'm pretty sure the same green screen I'm pretty sure they're like out one day yeah I'll come down to the studio <laughs> we need like I don't know two hours and we'll have it wrapped up and you're in three movies that's three paychecks get out of here yeah. you know. <laughs> Because that's what they probably suited her up, but they're like, we already got her here. Do y'all need anything for your movie? Sure. Okay, come on in. <laughs> She's already done makeup. The, the screen's yeah. already down, man. Just yeah. come on in. Give us a little pay for the, for the Just side. come up with some lines. We'll get her to say them. <laughs> um, I, I really did like the lasso of truth yeah, um, that, a little that bit, though. Bit that was good. good. Yeah. So that that joke with the lasso of truth has been played up in both Wonder oh, Woman movies. And one of the just, I think maybe the... Um, I mean, that, that joke has been a running oh, yeah. Justice League I mean, thing. The 2017 Justice now. League yeah. movie. So I was like, okay. But the way they did it was good. Mm-hmm. It was like, cool. Again, yeah. that's what I want in my Justice League movie is the interactions between them. Well, yeah, also you know. just kind of the absurdities of their abilities meshing and the mm-hmm. kind of the weird stuff you get out of that. Where you yeah. have something like this where it's just like, hey, it just happens to be on you and we're going to have weird stuff come out of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so what about the score? I thought the music was actually quite good. I, I, I well, think good. they did a good job with it. Now, yeah. I will say, though, they they had to have temp music from John Williams for this film. I think so. Because I mean, the, the, the dude is, like emulates a lot of his well, John Williams sound. Well, but like John Williams is like the Superman sound, right? Not from DCEU. No, but like the classic. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. So like, why wouldn't you use some element of that? But I didn't this? really get like old Superman score vibes from it. I just no, got, I got more, a little bit of, I just got the, John the, Williams the brass, vibes. like the yeah. brass of John mm-hmm. Williams well, in there. They did a good job though. I think with like the, especially the strings of like ramping up the speed that did it. You know, like to give it that, like I'm the flash and I run. And that's, that. that's, I mean like, and that's kind of the thing is like, it's very much that style, which is fine. Like I, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Because like, I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. And then I looked who did it. I'm like, okay, so it's not anyone that I recognize. Right. So clearly like, there's like they asked either him to emulate someone or like he just came up with his own zone, which is great. I mean, like right. the music's still good. Well, and I think too, like I like the way that they worked um, 
Danny Elfman's Batman score yeah. in yeah. here and there. Yeah. I almost wish they would have committed a little harder on a couple of scenes and just done the full Elfman score um, for a minute. And pull, then, pull up. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Um, oh, I have to wait for it to load do, again. Do, 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 <laughs> Internet's do, do. hard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, while you're figuring you out which song. is hard. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> To me, the 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 score overall was, was really good. The only uh, scene that I didn't love the score for was when they switched to that Rack and Tour song when yeah. they were like playing oh, uh, at, yeah. in the fight. It, it was yeah. poor. Came out of nowhere and was like, "Why are we doing this? Why all of a sudden? Why, why all of a sudden? You, you just, have just to break have... out Thunderstruck at this point, man. Just Ugh, commit to it. it. Don't do that. To <laughs> me. It also ruined the tone of that whole. Yes, scene. It really did. Yeah. And we'll get to it in plot of like other things that ruined mm-hmm. that scene. Remind me to come back to that. Uh, you got it. Batman Do Neon. Bat, 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 Bless you, Bat Donion, Bat Donion, Bat Donion. Okay, this here we go. Some well-named. Uh, Let's see what this is. I don't. Uh, it's, it, it's where he's beating up all the bad guys. Oh uh, yeah, this is down in the in the black site. Oh yeah. So you'll yeah. hear the, yeah. 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 That's just good. Yeah. yeah. Like, this just, is you this get is, a little bit in there. You got that original theme in there, right but there's there. extra oomph on it. Yeah. 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 So that feels more like the Flash theme, and then yeah, dun, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah, well like done. That that's really well done. Yeah. I like the thing is when I thought about the music, I had a hard time. Other than actually the Raconteurs bit, where I was just like, "Ew!" The whole movie wasn't like that, was it? I don't think that it was. And I started listening to some of this, and, and you're like, like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah." They good. had, they still had it because I remember there being mainly the Batman, like some of the original themes in mm-hmm. there. And I, I think I, I don't know if I hit that one, but I hit a couple others. Okay, yeah, no, they, they were doing good with this because mm-hmm. like the, the speed yeah. zone stuff yeah. sounds were yeah. good. I think my only complaint or critique would just be, and it's the same critique I have with almost every superhero movie, is like the, it's harder and harder nowadays to have like a specific theme to a, a, a hero. Like there's yeah. no mm-hmm. Flash theme to me that is sticking out in my head. Yeah. Like like the Wonder Woman theme. Oh, yeah, you know, like, I love that theme. Like you know it when it hits. Like when she yeah. makes her mm-hmm. debut, you're like, ah, oh, Wonder Woman, you know. Yeah. And the same thing with the Batman, Batman theme of like, theme. oh yeah. man, there it is. And it's like there's no Flash theme. And I yeah. think they should have if they were gonna incorporate a Wonder Woman theme. They should and have a made one. Theme. They should have hit you with one early in this film yeah. and then referenced it back. Yeah. Y'all have had 10 really years to write a song. You know? <laughs> like to me, that, that should have been step one with this soundtrack was yeah. we need a song that is like the flash sound that when he comes on screen, this is the this noise. Yeah, and he has this heroic moment, whatever. Yeah. You have that, you can call it back. Yeah. And because and that's like, honestly, I think that is one of the telltale things or, or like elements that show up in I'll say very memorable and mm-hmm. good films mm-hmm. like I know the Superman theme right hands down yeah, yeah. like I can hear Easy. it in any motif and I know it's the Superman theme there's just been such a move away from having those type of themes it's so sad. Right. like well, in like, the MCU they're terrible about it the only one that really yeah. has a good theme is like the Avengers and because it's done by Alan Silvestri, Alan Silvestri. Yeah. yeah and so like there's there's elements of that there but like a lot of modern superhero movies. Y'all need to get back to having that theme. That, like, like the Batman, like Danny Elfman theme. theme. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, also imagine when we have, you know, two flashes on screen and you have, you know, what you recognize as flash theme and then you mm-hmm. have a variation on it for, yeah. for other, mm-hmm. like a, maybe a more playful one or whatnot. Yeah. And then when we get to where we have three flashes. And then you have like the dark. Yeah, let's let's get it. Let's go from the major. Let's get the minor version of this Mm -hmm. in here. Let's let's make it dark. Like there's so much you could do with that to make those scenes hit harder and also maybe not make you see the rubber CGI in the background. Yeah, right. Because you're like, man, this music hits hard. You know, I love when we actually get to talk about the music a little bit more than just like, yeah, it was fine. 
Yeah, because sometimes movies, it is just fine. It's it's just, yeah. or, or sometimes you're just like, I don't remember there being music. The, that's the thing. It's like like there was enough here to actually mm-hmm. have a discussion for it and mm-hmm. not enough there to have like a good theme and stuff. And that's yeah. what is, you know, the only thing I would knock it for. It's indicative of the whole yeah. movie. There yeah. are highs and then there's lows. lows. There's, like, there's, there's yep. missed opportunities where yeah. like y'all could have had a really cool flash theme and used it in different ways, but they didn't. But yeah. what's here isn't bad. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. That's the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if the music is the movie? Yeah. Exactly. So speaking of other things that are the movie, like mm. plot, 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 plot. Oh man, plot, time plot, travel. Plot, plot, we plot. always we have so many potential problems with this. Already. I mean, luckily this one they didn't try to explain the rules, nope, so they, they just, can't they break threw them. it at you and right. said, deal with it. And <laughs> I'll say this because going into this movie. You know, I was telling my wife, I was like, the one thing that bugs me the most, just from the trailers, mm-hmm. is like. How come it's the same Barry Allen, but a different Batman and he's older? See, like, I don't I like thought, this should be the same or not. I like, thought the solution for this was going to be that we're getting misdirected in the trailer. Right. When they revealed younger Barry, it was going to be a different actor. Who like, could, the, like the Flash actor that did the Flash for either the, the TV, TV show. show yeah. Or it could be someone who looks sort of like Miller, but isn't. And right. then that's your jumping off point for, hey, uh, Miller has issues, and we don't want to be connected to that anymore. But we introduced a new shiny, you right. know. I uh, thought that too, and they just doubled down. But yeah. I think the explanation that Batman gave with the spaghetti was fantastic. Oh, it yeah. completely that, like, assuaged any, all my issues any immediately. Plot moments within any kind of multiverse thing. Yeah. Like, imagine if Doctor Strange had boiled us a pot of spaghetti. Well, and I, I would have accepted a lot more in that film. I loved the direct <laughs> shot. The direct shot at Marvel when because yes. in Marvel in both uh, let's see. Which one was uh, it? Endgame. 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 And in the Loki TV show, when they show the branching timelines, yeah. it looks exactly like when he bends the spaghetti. He's like, mm-hmm. you've probably seen this. And I'm like, oh. Yes. And he's yes. like, it's not. And, like, and he angles it, and he's like, when it's a fulcrum point, and you change the past and the yep. future. I was like, thank you. That's all I need. Yes. And, then, he's need. Like, and, then, and then he dumps it all the in the spaghetti. bowl. Like, what do you yeah. mean? It's a mess. He's like, you get convergence points that are going to be the same. Some things are different. Yeah. And then he pours the pasta. It's just a hot mess. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was a great, again, for needed exposition Great allegory well but but also we need that kind of exposition <laughs> but we don't need you know like batman just sitting in a chair talking to us like him having keaton do those things mm-hmm. yeah helped a lot and also they let them get a dig at marvel which is kind of fun yeah, yeah. a subtle one but it was there well like, they when he started to do that i was like oh no are we taking the marvel oh no okay we're not okay good 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 <laughs> but yeah so for plot like to me i feel like the um Again, like we've said, the story with him and his mom was good. Was good, good. good yeah. material. And like, oh man, I cried at the end. Like when he was like tearing up, talking to her, basically oh, saying yeah, that goodbye. Was brutal. Well, and also with um, younger Barry, you know, telling telling him like once once he accepts, right? And he's mm-hmm. telling him, you know, tell mom you know, we love her. Like yeah. as he is like, oh, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's oh. the the core story that has to do with the Flash. Mm-hmm. I feel like is good. Like yeah. that's there. The the. Parts for me where the plot starts to falter and fall apart is a lot of the choices along the way that kind of, um, I, I guess there's like a lot of little stuff that's weird. So to me, like the, um, like the idea that, uh, okay, so we have Batman mm-hmm. in this world. It, it's, it's the surface level stuff. That's what bothers me. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say here. Like the Batman, the Batmobile, the yeah. 89 Batmobile is a perfect 
allegory for the way they handle this stuff. Like, here it is. Look at it. They take the cover off, and then they never, never do anything it. with yeah. it. Yeah. But we yeah. got, the, you know what I mean? I'm the like, bat wing, which I prefer the bat wing to the Batmobile, anyways. So no I'm one fine else does. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like the Batmobile, like you show it, and then we never fire it up, not even once. Like what? Like you know, yeah, to me, that you could have <laughs> broken out the Dolby. And, yeah. Well, you know, so the engine. so here's a question yeah. for the for the bat wing. Is mm. that in the original? Did it actually have like a rotating cockpit like that? No, I don't think so. It, did, it didn't. Okay. If it did, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think ever. Well, because I'm, I'm sure both of you guys had the toys. Yeah, I had the yeah, toy. I didn't it did the not toy. rotate. Okay. I, I definitely. I had, had, I had the toy that was toys for me. Batman Returns, where the sides break off of it and the middle seat keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, so my dad had the the Corgi. Um, scale model for the Batmobile, yeah, and that had like little flip out machine guns and stuff. Yeah. Man, that was such a cool toy. So cool. Yeah, that yeah. was a great toy. Again, I would have I loved have. it if they fired up the Batmobile once. and used it once. Because again, yeah. when you think of the '89 and the '91, whenever Batman Actually, Returns, Batman too, Returns, yeah, yeah, when you think of those two movies. Mostly, you think about the Batmobile. Like yeah. you think of Batwing saves the day in, yeah, in well, one scene in the first about movie. Danny DeVito's Penguin. I love it. It's a horror show. <laughs> Rats with wings, digging things. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, the the Batmobile though is the iconic, you know, it like is. vision of that, and yeah. so they show it and they make a big deal out of it and do nothing with it. It's the same way to me with like Keaton's Batman of like. Here he is. Mm. He's acting well, mm-hmm. but we don't really get into exploring like, so what's happened with you? Where are you at now? Or like yeah. any of that. He's just kind of there. And then we don't save him at the end. Cause at one point, I, and I don't know if this is like rumored or what, but I think they were setting it up to where Keaton was going to be the Batman in the new fork of a universe. Um, and I think man, Sasha Kelly so was cool. going to be the Henry the, the, Cavill analog. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't yeah. going to have a Superman. We were going to have a, Super a Supergirl. I yeah. wonder if those were the reshoots. It would be they really like, like guns, like, Nope, we're killing everything. Right. Kill yeah. them. See yeah. what I would love is if they had Michael Keaton as like the old retired Batman, and then they brought in basically Batman beyond mm-hmm. and like that, like he Ter- would be Terry, the mentor. Terry Gillis. Can't Terry, remember his Terry name. I, yeah, like I that. think so. But I was yeah, never I mean, big like into that, Batman that, Beyond. That would be yeah. really, that would be really, well, the old TV show is what yeah. I'm. Honestly, I would just yeah. love to see Batman Beyond anything more done yeah. anywhere. I don't care. Give me, <laughs> give me animation. Give me live action. I, I just want Batman Beyond. Yeah. yeah. But that, that to me was like the problem with like a lot of the lines were like Michael Keaton's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get you know? nuts. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we said that in the other movie, but he's like looking directly at the audience when he's <laughs> like, saying almost it. Almost winking. You know? Yeah. And then like when he says like, I'm Batman. Like, I wish they'd have played off them. Like, yeah, we know. Like, what? Like, that's a really weird way to <laughs> Why say, you say that? it like that. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of, yeah. Ben Affleck is the only Batman actor, live action actor, who has not gotten to say, I'm Batman on Dang. screen. He's had <laughs> I, four, I knew that one. He's had yeah. four movies to do it. I know, right? He's had so many opportunities. <laughs> um, so, to me, the problem is when you look at like Spider Man No Way Home or like Across the Spider Verse or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see the handling of like, well, like, No Way Home is probably a better analog. I'm mm-hmm. like, here's a person that used to play Spider-Man. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. We, Tobey Maguire. we both get, like, exposition we with get a, them. We get a chunk we of We find stuff out what's them. going on and with them. Get, like, and they have, like, little arcs within the movie yeah. themselves, right? Yeah. We don't really get that with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, other than like surface level. He was yeah. retired. Now he's not. Now he did. Yeah, that's yeah. like the. It's, I mean, it's the cla- it. it's the classic cop story, right? You you came out of retirement, mm, ah, your card coming yeah. up, buddy. I see the death flag There's right here. Yeah, yeah. And, and same. My, my frustrations <laughs> are the same with like uh, Carl Zorel of like the uh, same thing with DCEU. 
We're not going to get the Supergirl you know from the comics. It's a different one. Okay, well, let's well, explore cool. it. Yeah, let's yeah. go somewhere else. Or not. <laughs> She's well, dead. Well, like, they also, they kind of played like the, almost like the, was it the Red Sun Superman? Yeah. Where, you know, she crashes in Russia, except yeah. they do it from, again, the, the flip side of it where she's treated horribly and doesn't yeah. trust humans. Right. So it's like, oh, that's a cool storyline. Let's like, we explore can, that. Let's go somewhere with it. Nope. Okay. What and would like, have been mm. almost a more uh, compelling villain would have been Supergirl. Yeah. Like Red oh. Sun Supergirl. Boy, like what she's if, what been if she Russian goes, indoctrinated. She and goes like, and like joins with Zod. Like, right. actually, you know what? Let's destroy the world. Yeah. I like this plan. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we have a bigger problem. When, what? Whatever storyline this is, I want to hear that one. Oh, the I, Red I, Sun? I, I, I've literally so never Superman, heard of oh, Red Sun. Superman oh, okay. Red Sun, Red S-O-N, like yeah. Sun, is basically the idea of like, what if instead of Superman's pod landing in Kansas, it landed in Moscow? Oh, so and then, cool. and then he grows up the like American ideal. Yeah. He's communism. the Soviet ideal. Yeah, instead of yeah. truth, justice, the American way, it's like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. And so that's a really popular comic. Mm-hmm. It's like this offshoot, you know, like yeah. what if type thing. But yeah, like, I thought when we were in Russia, I was like, oh man, is she gonna be like? I thought I, I did too. I was like, are we gonna get like Red Daughter here? Like, yeah, oh, man. like, and then they didn't. And yeah. So another <laughs> plot issue I have, my it's it's nitpicky a little bit, but it's like I don't like that we revisited Zod. Because I'm like, I almost want a different bad guy. New, something mm-hmm. different. Because again, the problem with Zod is that like, it's a bunch of Kryptonians. All of these people should be theoretically as powerful as Superman. They should be jacked. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Flash, the... if he punched him, shouldn't do anything to him. But they're punching these people and they're falling over. Batman put a C4 charge on the back of, uh, uh, I can't remember his character's name. The, the big, giant. Yeah. One of the, the giant generals. Yeah. It's, in the original Superman, it was Ursa and something else. I can't yeah, remember. I can't remember but the names. That big dude. And he's like knocked out. And I'm like, No. He's yeah. a Kryptonian. Like, <laughs> under the sun. Yeah. I definitely yeah. agree there because the like the Flash is so outclassed when he's fighting like Superman people. Yeah, yeah. For, and, uh, for, from like a I just want to punch them perspective. Yeah, like if that's your solution, I mean, it's like punch and steal. You're not. Yeah. It's not gonna work. <laughs> exactly. The man it's, of steel. Again, it's right there. It's right there. In the comics, the best part is like to us. You know, Superman's like he's Superman. To other Kryptonians, he's just some dude named Cal. Like, yeah. he's just yeah. another one just of us. another like, guy. And in Man of Steel, they kind of, like, uh, justify a little bit of, like, the adaptation of, like, well, Superman has learned to use his powers. They mm-hmm. haven't. So he, they yeah, don't know how to their fly. their first exposure, yeah. And they have to keep the, uh, the, the helmets on, helmets on yeah. so that they're not in, inundated with, like, the, you mm-hmm. know, all the sights and sounds yeah. and x-ray vision. Cool. Shatter their helmets. I'll yeah. go with that. Like, and then everybody's, like, freaking out. They could have played that. Where, where yeah. Flash is running around, like he takes the, again, let's make this an actual team play. Yeah. He takes the charges, and they set this up too, because they show with younger Barry and Kara on the roof, where she's having a hard time with all the sensory stuff yeah. coming in. Well, why are they wearing helmets? Batman deduces it, right? Well, yeah. she struggled with this. Maybe that's, well, that's our, our advantage. Here's Ooh. a rope of charges. You two speedy boys put it on their helmets, pop them, and then Kara comes through and cleans clock yeah. while they're, you know, disoriented. And, and Easy, that, peasy, lemon, squeezy. Come yeah. on, guys. This well, is right there. And that, that pretty much brings my point of what really bothered me about the film, just in general, was that Barry Allen, as the hero, the main character of the story, doesn't really get doesn't a heroic moment. Do a whole lot no. heroic, yeah. Because I mean, he's fighting Kryptonians. He can't do anything thing to them yeah. well yeah. Now, like he can knock the, him down cool the job, heroic man. moment yeah. for him is, is accepting the fact is that the, his mom's the mother's have to die. death yeah. right and that's I get, yeah. like, that's, I get a, it. that's a big emotional deal but it's not really what you expect out of a superhero cgi fest fight yeah. right yeah. Well, and it's like, also it makes it almost narratively unsatisfying in that like the whole time you're watching they're like going back in time as a viewer you're like okay 
they've just got to puzzle it out. Mm-hmm. They've got to find the mm-hmm. exact right combination of yeah. like what to do and then a happy ending. And then we get, you know, Keaton Batman moving on and we get this cool yeah. new, you know, Supergirl. Nah, it's just, there is no solution. Mm-hmm. Which when he had that homework problem and it was like, sometimes there's problem with no solution. I'm like, I don't know if I ever got homework and the teacher was like, <laughs> here and you puzzle it out all night and go like there's no answer and the teacher's like that was the lesson and I'm like I pulled my hair out all night I was like what kind of school does this kid go to are they giving him unsolvable well, equations also, on his homework at age 10 also when he's doing the homework it's like you know all the solutions for like to, to 24 like, well there's no solution like, no 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 it's not that there's no solutions. that you have too many solutions. You yeah. can't answer the question because the question was poorly worded. It, I wish they would have played that scene like the mom just doesn't know. And she's like, let me look at it. Oh, we didn't do this. In, uh, yeah. uh, some questions just don't have yeah, an answer, Barry. Like, yeah. like, like, huh, they changed math. You can't change math. Math yeah. is math. Yeah. <laughs> For um, all the common core parents out there struggling. So yeah. to, to come back to the fight scene mm-hmm. right there, because while we're just stuck on this moment, right, and they play the Rack and Tour song. Uh, th- th- that to me was one of the low points of like, Man, because you have the two flashes. Mm -hmm. They're finally starting to work together. They're synchronizing. And you're like, okay, cool. Got it, got it, got it. And then Kara and her storyline with Zod is like, she just found out he killed Kal-El, Superman, Mm -hmm. as a baby. Mm -hmm. So her story is like, if you look at the plot progression of hers, it's like, I've been in captivity. Holy cow, Zod's here. That's not what Kryptonians are. We're a beautiful, I'm not going to let this stand. What do you mean you killed my baby cousin? Mm -hmm. I'm going ham. Hulk mode. You broke me. Yeah. 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 The Flash storyline is we got to learn to work together. We're finally getting it and we're there. Right? Like that's that. Mm And when you cut between the two of them, mm-hmm. that's real very totally different. You yeah. rob the Kara story of that, you know, like wait. tragedy and yeah. wait. Mm-hmm. And then you rob the Barry story of the fun of like, or, we're finally or, or working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you set it to a rack and tour song for no reason, <laughs> all of a sudden you're just like looking around, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. 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 So other than that, any other plot? I got nothing. I, I mean, mean, like I'm trying to think of, um, uh, so the other thing I'll say, this is probably definitely plot related before we get into entertainment is like the, again, going into this movie, I thought this was going to be the bridge bow on yeah. the, the connection point, the connection yeah. point, mm-hmm. right? It's totally not like they get to the end of this movie and nothing's really resolved. Nothing's we're, resolved. We're in a different timeline, but it's not like they did not. James Gunn did not sit down and, and said, Pay George Clooney to be the next Batman for the three films. This is literally no one made that decision. We yeah. will never see George Clooney again. No, of no. course not. And that's why it felt like to this, me this the most hollow. Like it's the Batmobile. Look at this. We're not gonna do anything with it. Oh, see, I thought it was fun. I thought it was good see, joke. So I they reshot was... that, by the way, with like almost every actor that's played Batman. Oh, really? Yeah, except and then, for probably Val Kilmer. But yeah, well, yeah, well, that would be hard. Yeah. So, but like that to me was like the end cap of like why. Like, again, I don't mind the George Clooney cameo, but do something with it. Explain it. Or like, holy cow, tell me George Clooney's going to be the new Batman. That's wild. Why would that be your choice (laughs) and not Michael Keaton, you know? like. And then the end after after credits with uh, Aquaman Lamar, yeah. sets up nothing. It, it, it went, it's just we, happening. Oh, that, we we oh, sat man, there so and we're like, oh, there's an end credit scene. Okay, well, maybe this will help yeah. push us along on like, yeah. what, does what it connect going, yeah. or like where we're going with Clooney. It's like, oh, no, it's literally what? pointless. It's just it's <laughs> yeah. absolutely pointless end credit scene. All right. <laughs> Last thing I want to throw out before we move to entertainment is the when all the worlds are colliding. Are <laughs> yeah, what well, could be? 
call but it. But this is plot-ish. Yeah. When all the worlds are colliding and they start showing like Christopher Reeves yeah. and the girl that played the Supergirl. original Supergirl. I yeah. didn't love the CG on that. And I also don't like that like there's like no one left from Christopher Reeves' family or like the the people involved with those movies it, to it, even it, sign off on it this. Feel yeah. It feels little, weird. Yeah. It's right? a little it's a little Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And then they show George Reeves, Superman, from back in the 30s, mm-hmm. right? The, the black classic, and white yeah. world. Yeah. And then they show Nicolas Cage fighting a giant spider, which test. was the, the you know, the screen mean test, for Wild screen Wild test which if you don't know, so many people are like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> they, they showed that, that deep cut of Nick Cage in his screen test mm-hmm. outfit. And then they didn't show, you know, uh, Tom Welling from Smallville. They didn't show Dean Kane from Lois and Clark. Lo- yeah, Lois they and didn't Clark show Superman. the Superman that's in the current Superman and Lois CW mm-hmm. show. Which they didn't much, show. But I don't know if they have rights to any of those. They own them. They it's own Warner them. Brothers. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Warner Brothers owns CW. Okay. Yeah. They didn't show the CW Flash. CW they didn't Flash, show yeah. the 1990 whatever early 90s Flash. It was dude. a really weird choice. They didn't show choices in there. Val Kilmer as Batman. Mm-hmm. They didn't show George Clooney until the end. Yeah. They didn't show see, see, Christian Bale, Robert Pattinson. Like, there's all these. All it's these like others. if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna show this world and stuff, like super deep cut. Don't yeah. Don't go to <laughs> Nicolas Cage's like uh, freaking screen test of a movie that never happened, well, see, so and not show the people see, that here's, played the roles. Here's the, here's the strategy, though. I think this is this, we're gonna get dark with this one. This is the strategy. Yeah. So they went with the the actors who have passed away and whose mm-hmm. families probably don't have a. Nicolas say. Cage is alive, by the Hold way. Hold on, no, no, hold on. <laughs> okay. they, He's dead to they, Steven. They, no, no, they went with they went with the actors who have passed, like Adam West, et cetera, like yeah. people who mm-hmm. don't really have the chance to object to this, right? Yeah. Nicolas Cage can object to this because he needs every. Dollar he can get. Oh, he's so they he's knew they had good. him hook line sink easy. Yeah, nah, man, right? he's got he's got good consistent money. I he, think, and he blows through it all good and consistently. I think for me that that moment too was one of those where like number one I didn't really like the CG of a lot of that. Yeah, but the other one was like after watching Spider Man across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. two weeks ago and seeing always, how they have gonna it's gonna look pale. All comparison. these like yeah, yeah multiverse versions of stuff, even like a live action Donald Glover. They show like Tobey Maguire on the wall at one yeah. point, you know, yeah. and you have that, and now you get to this, and you're like, oh, and we had hmm. Lego yeah. Spider Man, like we had all yeah. these things, and then you do this again it's one difference between live action and animation right sure there's an issue there but once this type of film exists and you're like hey boys sit down we're gonna write a multiverse like mm, hold on y'all let's yeah uh, let's just look at the fact that we're not gonna compete with this it it did bother me that the the actor for lois and clark adventures superman didn't make on usa there. didn't make it in there well also yeah. that's what i they didn't have yeah. they didn't have what superman returns is that andrew Ralph? i think dean kane has gone like off the deep end though on like online stuff i think he's kind of a toxic person uh, so, well, <laughs> so that may have been why they didn't i mean <laughs> you've already got ezra miller just just pile on but to me it's more of the, and i'm not a huge fan of the the cw shows i haven't yeah. watched you know mm-hmm. really many i've watched like part of the first season of flash or something but like it's that complete snub of they have of an entire that. Supergirl show, they, they, an entire show with this lady, and it's like they, we don't even show a, a frame of her. Yeah, and I'm they like, did, they did wow. nine seasons seasons of the Flash, and the yeah. time it took you to make one movie. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can show, at least put a clip in there. You can't show the other really popular Flash thing yeah. in the Flash movie. You know, yeah. like yeah, to me that that felt weird. It felt like okay. don't even go there if you're Just not gonna go all the way. After this rant, call it entertainment. Entertainment here we are. Yeah, we're basically. Yeah, closing and out we've, here. We've yeah. hit most entertainment stuff, right? Because like, I think we have for this. Yeah. This this movie was a roller coaster of really big highs, really deep lows. Yeah, and then right like we we you know went from a nine to a 
three to a <laughs> six to a seven to an eight to yeah, a it's yeah, all over the place. One just everywhere. Uh, so what was your favorite scene? How about that? Mm, okay. give, me, give me the scene that, that you are the most entertained by. Uh, probably for me is whenever Barry A is realizing that he doesn't have his powers and then he tries to he run around the, the room. Yeah. 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 Okay, that, was, that was pretty great. I almost wonder if that shot was just where they're like, do the thing that you do in every other shot. We just don't CGI it. And yeah. he's like, man, this guy looked really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I liked the the series of scenes where Barry B, as we'll call him, mm-hmm. young Barry, young Barry. Yeah. is learning his powers and he's trying to explain it to him, but he just won't oh, be yeah. patient. Let me, yeah. let me finish one oh, sentence. Him, him going through the yeah. uh, going through the city was pretty funny. Yeah, and I, so yeah. him falling through the floor naked, going through the and, city. And, and the neighbor, ah! All that stuff was like a fun way to have an origin story mm-hmm. in the middle of an established yeah. you so know, They handled thing. that well, uh, which, uh, fun fact, the, the character who... Young Barry steals the slice of pizza from. Yeah, is the same character who uh, older Barry steals the hot dog from on the way to the courthouse. Oh, okay. Mm. That's the director. Oh, okay. Okay. So cool. that was gotcha. a neat little camp. Yeah. Again, one of those that just goes right by. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the director. If so. you know, you know. Yeah. Or if you read IMDb trivia, then you know. <laughs> I mean, for me, honestly, it was the learning the powers mm-hmm. between the bit where he you know rips through the city and. Older Barry is just sitting there looking out the window and there's just smoke and fire. And he's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, you know, falling through the floor, scaring the neighbor. Yeah. And then same drill again where he's like, just let me finish one sentence. And then he gets on the, the manhole to go into the bat cave. And he's like, okay, so you're going to go through this and then whoop. And like, Come on. Yeah. Can we learn anything? Yeah. I think that that interplay and kind of because it was a running gag yeah. worked well for me humor wise. Mm-hmm. So that, that got me probably the best laugh out of it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the real standout scene is the the final bit with oh with mom. the mom yeah, yeah. oh boy yeah yeah it's hard to call it entertainment because I was it's very not, sad it's yeah. not entertainment <laughs> but it was well sad. done but in terms yeah. of like how hard they managed to emotionally hook you for mm-hmm. that moment because I don't yeah. know that I was necessarily hooked the whole way through and then that scene started and I was like oh, oh no man, I got hooked somewhere hits. along the way yeah <laughs> it's really hard you don't really realize that yeah that it hits you and you're like oh no yeah yeah well, emotions <laughs> get away and oh. like, also throughout it you know because in that scene he's kind of like a homeless man almost and <laughs> right. she's so like patient and loving with a total stranger that you're like, right. wow, she's a really good person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, she yeah. just turned around and was like, oh, get away from me. You know, you'd be like, okay, fine. Just take the can of tomatoes. It really drives it home yeah. in subtle, unspoken ways. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. That she gives him a tissue and she's mm-hmm. like, do you want a hug? Like all that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my oh, heart. Oh, oh. Yeah. A true mom. Yeah. 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 Like a true mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I mean, that hit. I mm-hmm. think again, they, they had a couple of moments in this film where they really nailed it. Yeah. Uh, they just also had a lot where it was just like, what is, what's going on? The raconteurs bit where, just in the fight and the music drops. Oh, now we're going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> really guys. Yeah. It just, it, that there's just some missed opportunities in the movie. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the end of it. Yeah. Well, all right. Speaking of the end of it, that does sound <laughs> like we are reaching the end of this episode, but we can't let you go without a little shameless shilling. Never, never. It's for $1. We need to $1. come up with a different way to refer to it. It sounds terrible. <laughs> Maybe this is a positive thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. This is a good thing. We're coming to you with the best deal of the decade. Yeah. Yay, century. For $1, you can get access to all of our bonus content. That mm-hmm. includes bonus episodes, bonus commentaries. Yes. Patreon picks polls where yeah, you get to you vote on episodes you that can, we you can dictate yeah. what we review. You get early access to those episodes ahead of the main, main listener group. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like there's, there's just $1 a month. There's some real value there. Yeah. And we think it's great. We think we make some great, funny, entertaining stuff there. It's very different from this stuff. 
Uh, if you want to hear us wax on about which presidents we think we can beat up, we always reference this one because it's a great episode. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's a good uh, Or, you know, if you want to listen to us rank sodas, which and is suffer um, for and it. suffer a lot. <laughs> and have a real bad tummy ache afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a little Patreon preview in there as well, because yep. right after this, we're going to be doing the same thing with chips. Oh, yes. yeah. I don't know if it's going to be as much suffering, but it could be. It'll probably be I less think suffering. there's enough spicy version of the chips that's going to be a little bit of suffering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but Yep. Oh, so, all together now. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, you know, uh, Patreon isn't for you, totally understandable. But what we'd love for you to do is share us with your friends, toss us a review on iTunes, rate us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Follow, follow yeah. us. That's what it is. And yeah. rate. And Both. But, but seriously, like, we would just love for you to just share us around. Yeah. yeah help, help that algorithm figure out that people like us. Yep. And move it on up the charts. Yes. Or maybe you don't like us. Share us anyways, out of spite. Share it out of spite. Out of spite. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, alrighty. On that note, that does sound like all the time we have for this episode. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And every spoiler was intended. Yeah.